Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome in to Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal and Blue Wire. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill. We're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering the world of news and topics we find interesting. Well, there's Adam Hill and there's Devontae Adams, two Adams. Uh, one will be doing, one will be covering the team next year. One will actually be playing on the team. Give me, we're sitting around yesterday. Uh, you were ready to do the notes on um, uh, all the new players in the team. You got the laptop open and all of a sudden one of our colleagues uh, texts us, Devontae Adams of the Raiders. Did you think it was April Fool's, or did what was your first reaction? Well, when I got the text, I was already halfway done with the story, so yes, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was April Fool's at that point. I had, I had seen it first. It seemed like it was the timing seems weird, right? Because there'd been rumors for a while that he was interested, and obviously Derek Carr's talked about it for a long time, and they need a number one receiver, and all those things made sense. But the timing seemed weird because once Aaron Rodgers came back and Devontae Adams got the franchise tag you thought that they were going to work something out. And I know the last couple of days there's been reports that Devontae Adams was going to play the franchise tag and that they had an impasse in their negotiations. But it just it didn't make sense that they would react that quickly to go from we're going to franchise tag you, we're going to negotiate. And then two days ago he says he's not going to accept their offer. And two days later he's traded. So it, the timing just seemed weird because once it didn't happen you know, around the time of, of when the, the tags were due, and then Aaron Rodgers came back. You thought if this was going to happen, it was going to happen in a couple of weeks or even, you know, even like just before training camp or something like that. You didn't think it was going to happen right now. And so uh, it tells you, I think, just how much Devontae Adams wanted out of Green Bay, just how much he had told them in the past he wanted out of Green Bay. And, you know, I think those things are, are uh, very evident in the timing of this deal. Like it was not something that was ever going to work out there. And I think it tells you uh, that Devontae Adams did just want to, to leave Green Bay. He wanted out. And, you know, I, I think, you know, he wanted, to, he wanted to live in Las Vegas. It's always been a dream to play for the Raiders. He wanted to play with Derek Carr and all those other things. So uh, I think the timing of this deal tells you that Green Bay knew it wasn't going to work there. Well, now, should we believe uh, past reports that uh, uh, much earlier there was a house bought in Las Vegas uh, by Devontae Adams? Are you now believing that was true? No, he bought a house. That was always true. Uh, that was never disputed. That was no, there was no controversy about that i mean you just look at the county records and you see his name buying a house now the problem with that is nfl players like 150 nfl players i would guess are going to buy houses in vegas this offseason right uh and i bet 150 next offseason buy houses in vegas um they deal with the same thing in nashville right i was actually just putting a spot in nashville uh just before we started this podcast and they were kind of joking about the same thing they said you know people react to these houses Houses are bought by NFL players in Tennessee and Vegas in particular every single day. Um, that's not news and that's not a story. I mean, I guess it's a story because people get excited about it and you want to talk about it. But, um, yeah, th those are just going to happen. I mean, the, the tax structure is very favorable if you're a resident of Nevada. Uh, the real estate is very attractive here. I mean, it's expensive now, but 
it's attractive and there's awesome houses. It's a great place to live. It's, I will fight to the end that it's the greatest place on earth to live. Um, you know, if you don't have a remote island somewhere, I guess. Uh, but this is, this is an awesome place to live. Guys are going to buy houses here, either for tax benefits uh, or just because they want to be here. So um, I, I just don't think that, though, I think that those stories, while they're fun, are way overrated in terms of what it means somebody's coming here. I mean, Tom Brady bought a house in Vegas. Like, that wasn't a that wasn't a fake report. That wasn't a, a silly story. That wasn't something that got out that wasn't true. That's true. And, and you know, it just so happens he bought like 110 houses on his portfolio that offseason uh, because he was just expanding his real estate holdings. Uh, but, you know, that that's just how it works out. So, um, yeah, Devontae Adams did buy a house, and that was true. And that was, you know, always going to be true. It didn't necessarily mean he was coming here. In this case, it just meant, you know, he just ended up coming here. I'm going to fight you on that best place to live. I'm going with Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, my God. You're nuts. What a you're beautiful nuts. town. Has everything you want. It's got the Jimmy John's. It's got the bookstore. Uh, beautiful okay, place to live. Store. It's got the 24-hour fitness. I could live there the rest of my life and be the happiest guy in the world. Yeah, bookstores are thriving. Uh, first <laughs> of all, you couldn't live anywhere and be the happiest guy in the world. This would never happen. Uh, but also, this is what I say about Las Vegas all the time. And I'll, I'll stand by Like, I... I love everything about it, but what I what I always say about about Vegas, and this is my line to everyone, is that I I would never eat sushi at four o'clock in the morning, but I can here, and that's not true of anywhere else in the world. You can do anything you want at any time here, uh, which is awesome. Like even people talk about New York being the city that never sleeps, that's nonsense. Me and you were there at like one a.m. couldn't find a steak. Like, could barely oh, find a piece. Could barely find a slice of pie. Yeah, and this is pre-pandemic. This is not like during COVID. Pre-pandemic, you, you you can't find. I mean, you can find some bars and stuff that are open. You know, one two in the morning, and you know, I know bars stay open till four there. But to go actually get a full meal, you go to a steakhouse here at three in the morning. You get sushi at four in the morning. But that's why this place is so awesome. I'm not up. I'm not up as late as you, so the Fort Collins would do me well. Uh, I need need my need my sleep. Uh, okay, so. Devontae Adams comes aboard. We'll talk about some of the other free agents in a second. I just want to get your thoughts because you know uh, the odds as well as anyone. I've got to be honest with you. I, I, I Look, I think it means they're all in. They want to win now. They made him the highest receiver, highest paid receiver in history of football, highest paid player beyond a quarterback in football. I get all that. But we talked about this on the, the radio this morning. Um, I'm not even sure at this point that I would put them anywhere above fourth in their own division, just even with this. You know, it. It, it makes them closer. It bunches the group up more, okay. I think, uh, is what it does. Um, yeah, I think if you if you look if you look at the odds board, they're predicted to finish fourth, um, and that didn't change. And I I talked to uh, a couple of sports book directors yesterday. A couple of them did drop the number just because they took a bunch of action on the Raiders. Uh, but I yeah, I talked to kind of the the biggest sports books in Vegas, and they said they didn't move the number at all on the Raiders. Uh, because it doesn't change anything, right? They're still the fourth best team in the division on paper, even with Devontae Adams. Now, it makes them more respectable, sure. It makes them more competitive. It gives them optimism. And, you know, a couple of things go wrong here and there. You know, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Uh, you know, Denver doesn't kind of gel with, with Russell Wilson, and the Chargers find ways to lose again. Like, all of a sudden, you, yeah, you can find yourself winning the division. But, but you still, on paper are the fourth best team. Now offseason's not over. There's still a lot of moves to be made. Maybe that changes, but there, there's no doubt right now on paper, they're the fourth best team. Now paper doesn't matter because I know fans are getting all mad about this on Twitter. Paper doesn't matter. 
But on paper, they're the fourth best team. Just like last year on paper, they were the fourth best team. They didn't finish fourth. And, and that's great. But, you know, I, I think going into the season right now, if you looked at the rosters and, and looked, it kind of broke them down position by position. Uh, maybe they're right there with the Broncos. Maybe they're the kind of tied for third. Right. Uh, paper, but they're still the, the fourth choice of the sports books to win the division. And uh, the Super Bowl odds didn't move very much on the Raiders either. So um, I think it, it definitely brings more excitement, makes them more, you know, if they do, you know, if, if they were to make the playoffs this year, say, like they did last year, I think it gives you more of a chance to compete in the playoffs. If you have an, you know, a guy like Devontae right, Adams like, right. as a go-to weapon, uh, you got Chandler Jones who, who kind of remakes that defense a little bit because Yanni Kudakwe struggled on the stretch a little bit last year. Right. Um, you still have you still have to find a defense behind the defensive line. Like you still have to figure out, you know, what your secondary is going to look like, uh, your linebackers, what they're going to look like. Um, there's still questions and really defensive tackle. I mean, they've got a couple of nice depth pieces now, but um, there's still a lot of question marks on the defensive side. Uh, and the offensive line is still a question mark. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's the biggest question mark because I, I you know if you have Devonte Adams, Hunter Renfro, even though I think his numbers will drop with Devonte, Darren Waller, if he's healthy, we still don't know about that hip hip muscle. None of us even knew we had, uh, but he apparently had it. That elastic band, we don't know how that's going to be. Um, I still believe at this point, when you look at that team, the offensive line is the most important thing that they have to fix because if they don't fix that a lot of Devontae Adams can be taken away because Carr is not going to be protected as well as he needs to be. Sure, but he can also, I mean, they can also find ways to just, you know, quick throw to him and get a reception to let him work after the catch. And um, there's a lot of things they can do in the offense. And by the way, they have like 18 running backs now. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty crowded running back room. Sure. Uh, so, um, you know, still offensive line to address. You don't really have any picks uh, to do it with. You give away your first and second rounder. Um, they gave up a lot for Devontae Adams. There's no question about that. Um, but but again, what it does it, it, in the playoffs, it gives you that go-to guy where you say, okay, we need a drive here. That final drive in Cincinnati, um, yeah, Hunter Renfro is very good. Darren Waller is very good, but you know he, he was you know he wasn't the full strength. Uh, Devontae Adams is that go-to guy that you say, hey, we need we need a possession right now. He can go out and get you those catches. So so that it helps you in that regard. But like, don't get mad as a Raiders fan when people say you're the third or fourth best team on paper because you are. Now, I talked to people in Kansas City today that said they think they might be the fourth best team in the league. Oh, come the on. Starts next year. Come well, on. Look, look, look what they lost on defense. And, you know, Kels is getting old and, and Tyreek Hill is hurt all the time. And, uh, you know, the offensive line is okay and kind of building, but their defense is going to be a disaster. So they could potentially, you know, struggle and take a step backward a little bit. It's, it's a loaded division. There's no question about it. Um, but on paper, that's that's where the Raiders are right now, and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that's where they're going to finish. It doesn't mean you can't move up from there, but they, that's still where they are, with some offseason shuffling still to do. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas, so download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to five hundred dollars when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. I don't think there's any problem with the one and the two going back. Um, I thought our colleague, uh, Sam Gordon had a good tweet last night. He usually sticks with the superstar, depending on how the superstar plays. You have to see how it plays out, right? Devonte Adams is going to be 30 this year. Um, you know, we, we did some over under on his numbers earlier in the day. I don't know why I went under on all of them, nothing against him. Uh, but let me ask you, how do you think this does affect someone like Hunter Renfro? 
I mean, I think it helps Hunter Renfro. I, 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 he's he's going to have no attention on him next year. Uh, so, he, and we know what Josh McDaniels does to slot receivers. So, um, he's going to be just fine. Waller's going to be just fine. The passing numbers are going to be just fine. They'll probably have to because they're probably going to have to throw the ball a lot. They're, they're you know, they're in this division. They're going to give up a lot of points, even with you know, especially with this defense that they have. So. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna have to throw a lot. And I think people are gonna put up massive numbers. Uh, but I'll just go back to your point about what they gave up. I mean, this is nobody. Oh boy, people are not gonna like this. Nobody thinks that the the Raiders did a good deal, right? I mean, this is a terrible deal. And I think Devontae Adams is unbelievable. I think he's by far the best receiver in the league right now. It's still a terrible deal when you weigh in what they gave up in terms of draft value and contract value to a soon-to-be 30-year-old receiver it's a it's terrible i i i gotta be honest you and we can't we can't um blame ziggler mcdaniels for this because they haven't been around for these these first rounders the last few years so we have no idea they might be terrific at drafting and might have gotten great players i think on that side i'd lean towards it was a bad deal because of the extension because yeah, it's, it's, co- it's the combination. Yeah, it's his first three years are guaranteed. He'll be thirty-three at that point. As good as he is, I think you know you, around the thirty mark. You know, receivers tend to start like coming back a little to the to the fold. I, I got to be honest, I didn't have as much as much a problem with the draft picks that I did what they the, the, the what they extended them for. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's a combination of them. I mean, you, listen. If you would have got, if you would have said you're giving up a first and a second, and you're signing Devontae Adams to 20 million for the next three years, much better deal. Um, I, I don't have a problem with giving up the first and second necessarily. Like you're not going to find a first. You, you were probably going to use a first round pick on a receiver anyway. That's what right. we were speculating. Right. We thought like Chris Olave. Sure. Yeah, you'd rather have Devontae Adams than a first round pick at wide receiver. There's zero question about that, and I'm fine giving up the second too. It's the extension that goes with it. When in this, there's no, and again, like we said, you know, that they're the fourth best team on paper. There's no guarantee that Devontae Adams falls off the planet like every other receiver does at 30 years old. But if you go back and look, and I gotta wish I had the numbers in front of me, I don't. I, uh, I walked away from my computer here, but um, I think it's 39 players have had um, multiple all pro seasons by the time they're 30 as receivers. And like 29 of them never finished in the top 30 in receivers again. It's it's some it's it's some insane number of all pro receivers falling off the the cliff after the age of 30. After and you saw 30, you know, right? And you saw with a guy, and again, that doesn't mean it's going to happen to Devontae Adams. He was just in his 28 year old season because this will be his 29 year old season. He's not going to be 30 until the end of the year. I think in December he turns 30, so it's still a 29 year old season. But after the age of 30. You you tend to completely fall off the all off, fall off the map as a receiver. Again, no guarantee it happens with him. Um, and based on what he's done the last couple of years, he's really only getting better. So um, I, I I think he's an unbelievable player. I think it can both things can be true that he makes you better, that he's the best receiver in the game, and that he also is is going to be um, kind of a, an ugly cap situation for you in terms of his contract. Um, I just, it, it's really tough, especially you've got a, you know, you just did the Crosby extension. You've got a Derek Carr extension most likely coming up as well. Uh, the cap should balloon next year, but, and, and I'm also, I should say, I'm all for players getting more. I believe NFL players are underpaid, very drastically underpaid, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but in a I never have a problem with guys get paid in that league. It's too yeah, hard to leave. No. 
no. So I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve, you know, twenty eight and a half million dollars. I just think it hamstrings you in the cap, and, and it becomes an ugly deal for you. I don't think there's any question. Now we talked on you know previous podcasts about Carr. Where, you know, were they going to make him play for the year? Were they going to move him? Look, you're not making this deal to bring his Fresno State team back, teammate back, and his best friend back if he's not going to be extended. So let's talk about that for a second. I still have a feeling it's going to be a short extension, two or three years, maybe in the 30, 35 range. Um, I would think that makes sense. That's a lot of money for two players, but I think we're going to hear something shortly on an extension. Where do you think this falls in terms of years and and money? Yeah. I mean, I think that would be, oh man, if I'm the team, I'm saying two years, two years, 60 million, Yeah, Yeah. two years, 60. And I think he'll say no to that. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do in terms of an extension. uh, Because here's the thing, every, every, person and again we i think we're we've been pretty consistent in the same boat that Derek carr is like the 10th to 12th best quarterback in the league and it's very tough very tough to move on from a guy that is 10th to 12th best without finding another one of those top 10 guys in front of him uh it's a really tough decision to move on from that uh but everything that anybody has ever said that is in defense of Derek carr any Derek carr fan out there and i know they're you know the stands on twitter uh, that they're referring to anybody that's ever defended Derek Carr as the long-term answer at quarterback for the Raiders has said, well, what does he have to work with? Well, yeah, that's, that's always been the line. Well, who's around him? And look at the roster now. <laughs> and he didn't just get the guy at wide receiver. He got his guy. It's not only the best player, but his guy that he wanted to work with his whole career and that he thought he could do magical things with. So, to me, uh, still an ideal situation with the Raiders is to have Derek Carr play this season because if it doesn't work this year, I mean, it's never going to. Right, like, right. Th- so, so I mean, th- this would be a perfect opportunity for the Raiders to say, all right, play out the season and show us that you deserve a, you know, three, four years at 120 million, whatever you want to get. Um, I, I So I would love that if I was the Raiders from their perspective but it seems like they're working on an extension. They're going to do an extension. I just wouldn't get too crazy with it. And I would say, all right, two years. We'll give you two years to work with Devontae and Hunter Renfro and, and Darren Waller, although Darren Waller is going to want a new deal too. Um, you know, I'll, we'll give you the two years to work with those guys. And if you are not a top five quarterback after these two years, then there's no chance you're getting an extension beyond that. So uh, I think it would be two years max for me, but I don't think that's what he wants. I hear some birds in the background. I've got the birds in the house too. What a nightmare. <laughs> At least you don't have to. You're, you're not taking yours home. Uh, we know about Chandler Jones at the edge, opposite of Max Crosby. Um, as we wrap up here, uh, we've, you know, we've spelled it out uh, plainly on these podcasts and in the paper about who they've gotten free agency. Um, so we know how about, you know, how good Chandler Jones is. Give me one guy that maybe has flown under the radar that you think can come in and make an impact uh, besides Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones? Listen, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with the running back situation. Uh, they went and got Brandon Bolden, who's kind of been that do-everything running back for the Patriots. Makes a lot of sense in the uh, in the Patriots tree with you know Josh McDaniels coming out here and Ziggler. And they wanted that guy uh, who could be uh, kind of that, that versatile back that Brandon Bolden has been for them. Uh, not only a special teams contributor, but um, a receiving back. He can fill in as an early down back when you need him. Uh, a lot of things that he can do. And then they also go get Amir Abdullah, who, you know, is more of a pass-catching third-down type back as well. Uh, a guy who does a lot of the same things that Kenyon Drake does. I know the, the the Patriots have done this in the past, just have a, you know, a crowded stable of running backs in the backfield. 
Uh, but the fact that they are really bringing bringing that mentality here to Vegas, uh, either that or they're going to move on from one of them uh, here coming up a little bit. Uh, we'll see how that kind of works out. Is you know, is Josh Jacobs not going to get his extension or his uh, his fifth year option picked up? Is Kenyon Drake going to be moved on from? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work that out, or if they're just going to go full Patriots and just have um, you know a st- steady rotation, which is going to drive fantasy people nuts uh, here with the Raiders with all these running backs. But I think what they're doing in the backfield is pretty interesting to monitor and pretty interesting to watch uh, in terms of how they're going to uh, uh, to move forward. And, and you know, listen, Brock Yassin is an awesome corner, uh, especially in this system that they're going to play. Uh, they need a guy that's going to play man. They're going to go get after the quarterback. They're going to blitz more than the Raiders have in the past. He fits their, their style, their approach a lot more. Uh, than than a lot of the guys that they've had in and and you know he played at an unbelievable level at, in the man last year and struggled a little bit in zone so I think they're just gonna they're gonna bring him in as just a man guy and I think he's gonna excel uh, in that role and we should point out with the Chandler Jones signing or the you know, the signing that they you know they brought him in and traded Nikki Dakwe away um, it it tells tells us a couple of things one they're not changing their identity and what they do and that that's you know Patrick Graham and really what Josh McDaniels wants him to do. They told us the last couple of weeks, right? When, when we'd ask questions and I, you know, I specifically asked how on earth do Max Crosby and unique and Dockway together fit into a three, four system. They just don't, it doesn't right. make any sense. And they said, ah, don't worry about it. We figure out our personnel and we play to that. And we play nickel all the time anyway. So it doesn't matter. And we're not necessarily a three, four team. And then you get rid of a guy that can't play in the three four. And you go get one that's ideal for the three four. Well, now so they we know, are going to be what we know they now are. they're playing the three four, right? And you so and, and basically we know they are what they are, right? They're not going to change. They're not going to even all the lip service that they paid. And uh, listen, I don't expect them to come out and say, "Yeah, Unique Gakwe doesn't work in our system, so we have to get rid of them." They're not going to say that, but um, all of that was lip service. They they are what they are. They're going to stick to their identity, and I think that makes sense. You know, we changed the names of the birds at the house. Oh no, what are they? They're now Milo. And um, what's the other one? Maisie. Uh, you can't, Milo. You can't change their names. They're going to be confused. Milo um, is now uh, named after Milo's winery down in Boulder City, the red wine. You know, she likes that. Okay, sure. But the problem is, and we got a big problem. We call the other one Maisie. Not sure if it's a boy or girl. We have no, ch- we have no idea. Well, aren't they confused because you changed their name? They don't know what to <laughs> respond to anymore? No, they don't know. Keeping keep, keep us up all day. Just they talk all day, these but, birds. They never stop. That sounds like a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get your thoughts on the two biggest uh, debates on the internet right now. Uh, one, are you uh, are you good with permanent daylight savings time? Does that mean it's dark earlier? Uh, no, it'll be dark. It'll be dark later, but it'll no. be it, the, sun, like the sun will be the sun will be rising later, uh, and there'll be kids waiting for the school buses in complete pitch dark, which I kind of find fun. No, I don't like that. I want it dark earlier. It reminds me of Christmas. Okay. So you're, you're against this new, this new bill, uh, yes. which did pass, I believe unanimously, I think unanimously <laughs> in the Senate it passed. Uh, so you're against it. Uh, yes. I'm for it. I will say the, uh, there's the, the health community, especially the sleep scientists are very much against it uh, because they think the earlier the sun comes up, the better it is to fuel your body for the day. Right, uh, right. They're very, they're, they're very much against it. I'm for it. I'm the, the stay, stay light later. All right. Well, I'm against. So what, el- what else is out there? Okay. So this one is even much better. Um, I will say this. I was with some family this weekend, and me and my cousins 
were all in on this this raging debate on the internet. And it was to the point, like an hour and a half into the conversation in the debate, my uncle, who is just, he's an amazing guy, but he's, he's, and he's silly, he's fun. But every once in a while, he just gets like very, like he doesn't like silly really. And at some point he just goes, enough, enough. <laughs> Nobody cares about this. So uh, the debate is in, in the entire planet, are there more doors or wheels? The entire planet? Yes. I would say wheels. Why would you say that? I just think there's more people driving around than they live in homes. There's four doors on a car, too. That's a good point. I think still think say I got to stick with my original, huh? Think about a skyscraper. Well, think, first of all, think about all the people that live in places where they don't even have cars. There's doors on, on those places. Uh, in your house, there's not just one. There's not just yeah, sure, but there's not just one door in your house. There's doors everywhere in your house. And well, well then, cabinet, it, then if you explained it like that, then what was the debate? What was the other side? What was the flip side of the coin? Well, cabinet doors, all those sorts of things. No, no, and no. no, you no. Say, the the flip on. side of the coin where you said you debated. You debated for an hour. Get into it. What about a, like a skyscraper has how many offices and how many doors and how many elevator doors and everything else? But how many chairs does it have with four wheels on it? I'm sitting on one right now. Right. Four wheels in, in a yes. room with one door, probably. Yes. Yes. Four to one. So where are you now? Well, I, I, I got to stick with my original thought on wheels. You're, 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 you're making some good points. I want to know if you did this for an hour and a half and you debated this for an hour and a half, what was the flip side of the argument? I, I just told you the flip side. There's, there's doors everywhere, but there's wheels everywhere. Okay. Which side did you land on? I don't know. It's a tough call. That was the, that was the whole debate? I mean, we're, I'm just going back. I keep, I keep hearing new evidence. I think, I think it's wheels. Because think of all like the Hot Wheels cars. Oh, all the toys. You, you, you imagine yeah. all the toys, um, cars, toys, yeah. like you said, seats. Um, boy, what else has wheels on it? There's a lot of things with wheels on it. Wheelbarrows. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, all kinds of equipment, tractors, trailers. Just think about a hotel. There's doors everywhere. I know. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's impossible. It's a lot tougher than naming birds. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, you, even if you get a bad name, you just change it. Apparently, uh, you're uh, you're at the. You're, I know you're down at the Westgate watching March Madness. I won't take your... a lot of doors here at the Westgate. Yeah, a lot of doors, not many wheels. Um, good job oh, on all this stuff. Wheels. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good job on that stuff. I'll think more about the doors, and the wheels, and that point. We're, we're... Where's Larry at on this? Yeah, Larry, where are you on this? Our producer, Larry Mir. Doors or wheels? I'm thinking doors. Really? I, I think I'm a door guy. I think I'm a door dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I could debate it for an hour and a half, but uh, we, we just we just pointed out some things in five minutes. An hour and a half would be a real debate. No wonder your uncle was <laughs> nuts and said to shut up. Honestly, when he brought it up, he lost me for a couple minutes there, so I had to, <laughs> had to focus on it. Well, what if you're like 10 bottles of wine in? Then you're over flying with Milo if you're 10, ball, if you're yeah. 10 bottles in. Uh, up in Napa. You do what you do. <laughs> That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, Estian Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review Journal and Blue Wire. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. Find all that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm the Birdman at Graney. We'll talk to you next week.
locals know, the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas, so download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.